0: RMD listeners, this week's product of the week is DC Collector Wave 1 Batman Who Laughs 7 inch action figure. Born from the nightmares of the dark multiverse, the Batman Who Laughs is a hybrid version of the Batman and the Joker from Earth 22. This Batman Who Laughs figure is an incredibly detailed 7 inch scale figure with about 22 points of articulation, full range of posing and play. Check the podcast description of this episode. For the details.
1: This town needs an enemy. Step outside. You did it to this. Superman.
2: My son is raised. Who are you? The
0: Lasso of Hastur. Warning, D.C. and R.M.D. contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily
1: offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Hello and welcome to Wayne Talk, Rainman Digital's bat-centric bat show for bat fans. You can find us on demand through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Don't forget to add us to your favorites. Subscribe, rate, review, and bookmark our main page, rainmandigitalmedia.com. I'm your host, Paul, and with me today, I have Mr. Michael Flores. Hello! And David. Holler uh, at <laughs> I just messed that
0: up. Hey, how's it going? Wait, hold on. What were you trying to say? Holler at your boy? Is that <laughs> Holler what, at your boy. Is that what you were trying to say? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> David, you don't talk like that. <laughs>
2: it's late at night, man. Holler <laughs> at your boy. Holler at your boy. Yo, yo.
1: <laughs> well, this
2: we is we the 2020
0: of we're Wayne Talks.
2: <clears throat>
1: uh, so... We're we're just going to do some news updates today because uh, cause we haven't done that in a minute. Well, yeah. And there's stuff to talk about, right? There's so, quite a bit uh, happening. I mean, uh, I guess just jumping right into it... Um, we're going to talk about the DC fandom and like kind of what to expect and what you're hoping for from that. I'm probably going to be looking at you, David, because uh, we just covered that Mike has no idea what this is. Uh, Yeah, I have no idea. Can you like clue me in a bit? You know how very presently uh, they're doing the whole like SDCC at home, like stream and they're announcing things and showing things and all that. Um, So this is basically all of the stuff, all the big stuff that DC would be showing at SDCC talking about revealing whatever. It's all just going to happen at this thing. instead. they're doing the, their whole own event it is august 22nd um it is called the dc fan dome like fandom but with an e at the end and the d is capitalized for no reason okay
0: uh, that makes sense because i saw a bunch of actors mm-hmm. uh, sharing out on social media and it was like a virtual thing as well like you can virtually yeah, yeah. see everything they're doing like and what they're setting up that was kind of cool but i wasn't yeah. quite sure what it was and i was too lazy to check
1: <laughs> so uh i mean we should be seeing um you know, any new comic announcements, I know they've been teasing the, uh, what was it the endless winter they've been talking about very recently is like their winter, next big event.
2: They've also been teasing like two secret movies, I think. There's
1: yeah, like two yeah um, movie there. trailers potentially being revealed there. Really? Yeah. The um, DC fandom? Yeah. yeah. Uh, big things for me personally is uh, I believe they have confirmed that Warner Brothers will be revealing the new Batman video game that WB Montreal has been making, uh, supposedly titled uh, Batman Gotham Knights. Yep. Um, as well as the. I guess Suicide Squad game that Rocksteady has been working on for like four or five years now, I since Arkham Knight finished. Um, the the domain, website domain, um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been trademarked, <laughs> and that is what the game is expected to be called.
0: So, uh so we'll see about that. Um, Do you think this is gonna be some type of tie-in to
1: the Suicide Suicide Squad movie? I don't think mm, it be cuz I I think studios understand at this point that um it is not safe It's not safe money anymore to tie things together like that. Even if they are not related in any way, it's not even really a good idea to release them together. Like, do the movie, and then maybe when the movie's coming out on like DVD, Blu-ray, then you drop the game that's unrelated but similar content. But you don't like you don't tie those things together anymore because it just hurts one or the other.
0: Right. Especially if a movie ends up being a bomb, then they run the risk of having a bomb video game. Because who wants to buy a video game of a movie that failed and no one saw? Yeah. No one's gonna buy it. it if, makes sense.
2: If at all any, because it's Rock Rocksteady that's doing it, right? If I'm not uh, Rocksteady is
1: a supposed the the Suicide Squad if, game.
2: If at all any, the the only connection you're probably going to see is to their own universe of Batman. Yeah, that's
0: it. Is this the one that's supposed to be like a Fortnite style game? We have no idea what we this have, is. There's been Just so many up. things. Um, like
2: people it, said, it's a battle royale. People say it's a, it's like a Fortnite game. Others basically been saying it's a story-driven game like their past like Arkham Knight series mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There's so many things going out uh, uh, news, video game wise, based around that. There were rumors that it was like a FPS at one
1: point, and each character controlled like very differently. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah so I mean, we'll see. We'll we just don't... we'll finally get to know in uh, August 22nd. about a month. Second, yeah um is there anything like beyond that that what movie trailers
0: are we potentially going to see what's
1: coming out um, that there'd be a trailer for i i think there is a chance we see a teaser for the batman batman
2: um, Uh, it has to be
1: because that's a a decent um, yes it's coming out it's supposed to be october next year Mm -hmm. um a decent amount of that has already been filmed and uh they are. I know they're going to get back to filming uh, before the year is over in the next like month or two, and we'll we'll dig into more of that because I have a whole bunch of news, uh, movie the, news to talk about.
2: And yeah. if I'm not correct, next year Snyder Cut should come out.
1: Yeah, Snyder Cut supposed so, to hit HBO Max. So shit, yeah, we could see a trailer. for A trailer for, that. Trailer for oh, Snyder God. Cut might happen. Oh um, man, uh, a,
0: a sneaky tease for uh, Wonder Woman. We already seen those trailers, so that yeah, wouldn't be that. that's not
1: going to be a surprise.
0: Yeah. So either. Suicide Squad is apparently done completely. According to James Gunn, he has said that the entire well, yeah, they had, film. Yeah, they
1: had like a wrap party, didn't they? Yeah, he
0: said the entire film was shot. So I would have to assume that one of those movie trailers has to be Suicide Squad. If you're creating this, uh, this entire event, DC Fandom, why wouldn't you? For a movie that's completely finished. Yeah. So I'm actually excited to see, honestly, it might be one of the most anticipated one of the films for me or DC films is the suicide squad. And I'm not a big suicide squad guy, but I'm curious with James gun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to see what he can do. Cause before the second guardians of the galaxy, which I wasn't a big fan of, I was a big fan of James Gunn. even before the whole Marvel run. I love his horror film, uh slither yeah. fantastic movie, amazing movie. So I'm really curious to see what a man can do with a DC property. Yeah. Oh, so, and a lot's riding on it. Let's be honest, especially after that movie made how much millions of dollars, the movie was hugely successful. Just word of mouth wise. It Just was,
2: critically. It, it got panned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I think, I think the James Gunn name being attached in itself is going to draw on a lot of people. Yeah. I think the huge cast is going to draw on a lot of people. um, you know, it being a comic book movie will draw in a specific crowd, um, and as long as like theaters and the world are in an okay position, whenever they release it, yeah, uh, I think it it stands to make a whole bunch of money, whether it's good or not. Yeah, so for sure, we'll see what happens. Um, Warner Brothers just announced that they slash DC have partnered with Spotify, and um, they're going to be releasing uh what has only been called scripted podcasts mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know if those are going to be like radio drama style yeah, things yeah that's what they or, are that's okay. yeah.
0: they call them scripted podcasts because it's, it's an easy way to explain what they are to modern audiences if you say audio drama people are like well, what what is that most people don't remember the shadow and flash gordon mm-hmm. and you know war of the worlds yeah. the classics so, yeah, a lot of these people that are producing these audio dramas, they do call them scripted podcasts.
2: And it should be really fun because a couple of rumors have had like some big, big fan names attached to it. I yeah. Mean, like like for
1: creators or voice actors? Voice actors. Cool. cool. Voice cool. actors. I
2: mean, well, look people, with, look people with, have asked if like if they're going to do audio dramas like this, are they going to pull from everyone's favorite, you know, pool when it comes to batman especially are they going to have there's been talk about mark hamill coming back there's talk about uh, kevin conroy coming back to be batman stuff like that and everyone's pretty hush about it but everyone knows that anything like the when they were discussing about the audio dramas everyone said yeah we're going to bring back familiar sounding voices that everyone is comfortable with that everyone knows
1: That's that's cool, because also like for Kevin Conroy, for Mark Hamill, like how much effort is it to sit in front of a mic and just like, you know, talk.
0: And it's it's work they can do right now during covid. Yeah. Many of these voice actors have
1: studios at home. They've done the actors. They've done the
2: voices for years at this point. So
1: that's that's cool, uh, because the only thing the only specific detail I had read about it was that the uh, the initial contract planned for three years of content.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is the right time to get into that type of media, especially because I just got done listening to most of the Sandman oh audio God. drama that was just dropped last week. Yeah,
1: yeah. Did, did I hear? You, did I hear one or both of you say like last last time I was in here with you guys that it's like ten hours? It's ten hours long. <laughs>
2: it's the oh. complete story. It, it is the complete. There's no cuts because Guyman refused.
0: If they produce. <laughs> This new content for Spotify, the way they produce this, then they're going to be just fine. I mean, they attracted big names. They had James McAvoy, Kat Denning, uh, Taryn Egerton, Riz Ahmed, Samantha Morton, Michael Sheen. It's a, it's a fucking movie cast mm-hmm. or a radio drama. And it's
1: highly produced, very well done. So if... Well, and at like like the, like you mentioned, with how, how simple it is to do these, like even if you have to go to a studio to record and you can't just do it at home because mm-hmm. you're not set up for it, that studio can still be like you and then the sound guy in right. a different room. So I mean, yeah, even these big name people, what the hell else are they doing? Movies aren't right. happening right now. So offer them money and here's an opportunity to build your fan base more.
0: In fact, if Memory serves me correct. I believe the Sandman radio drama was announced right when COVID happened because of COVID. Because and of COVID. Look yeah. how fast they got it out. Mm-hmm. Four months later, we have an entire radio play—a a, well, ten-hour ten radio ten play. Radio yeah, because play. these actors, let's be honest, they're they're just you know flicking their dick. Like, what else are they doing? Well, if they're a lady, they have a vagina, so they're flicking the clit, a bean. They
1: can flick someone else's yeah. dick. Yeah. They all got money yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um all right so cool that sounds promising and i'm sure we'll inevitably cover you're already going to cover the sandman one right oh yeah you mentioned oh, yeah. so yep we'll see uh we'll see what else what uh what other podcasts we get the opportunity to do podcasts about
0: <laughs> I, they, they've got to be doing a batman one right Oh, I mean, probably. I mean, come on. They they DC to. can't produce anything without without having Batman, Batman included in some way. Well,
1: I mean, like you just said, uh, you know, you t- you talk about anything, just you say DC and voice acting, and like I might be biased, but immediately I go to Kevin Conroy, yep. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Me too. So yeah. mm-hmm. give me a Batman story, guys. It'll happen. Um, jumping on to comics, uh, I don't have too much for this, but I I did want to just kind of touch on some of the the James Tynion stuff, I guess. Um, we, we talked about most of his run leading up to the Joker war, uh, on a separate show. And, uh, we, I do plan to finish that and then probably cover the Joker war as well in the future. Um, but I want to touch on some of the things that we've seen recently that haven't quite happened yet. Um, we had a new bat suit was revealed. Um, did you guys see that? Yes. Yes. And I, I mean, I know Michael saw it because he sent it to me. So, uh,
0: I was waiting for you to rage on it and you did it and you disappointed me.
1: Oh, uh, you were, well, okay, you were so, optimistic. Okay, so just flat out, just, Okay. I'm going to look at it with my eyes. I'll fucking like it. But, but I okay. trust, uh, James Tynion. And I feel like if he's going to do something that ridiculous, it's like, I don't know if opulent is the right word, but I'm going to run with it. Shiny. It's like this weird opulent blue. It looks almost cosmic. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's going to do something like that, I have to trust that there's a reason why. And I believe that in, I think it's the first or second issue of Joker war. There's like a a dream or a flashback or something, but we find out that, The suit was actually designed by Alfred for Batman to use in this like optimistic, perfect Gotham that he's been trying to establish. So, I mean, you know, there are various reasons, even, you know, even if it was all pink with like purple roos, if Alfred designed it, I could see Bruce wearing it for a special occasion because Papa Alfred. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I mean I am by no means in love with it but uh, I'm interested to. It's see... It's like a dream world, right? Is that what it was
0: for? Built is that you're are you the one who told me that, or the... is it someone else that told me that?
1: Yeah, it that... no, was probably somebody else. It's it's the optimistic like this is what we want Gotham to be, but not like literally a fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like the the goal yeah. kind of a thing. I
0: mean, I didn't hate the suit. It was cool. It just was. I want to see I mean, what it can do. Now it's that supposed you say be, like, optimistic, thing. now that you say optimistic, it looks optimistic. Yeah. I think that's the. Yeah, that Batman's was, fucking smiling I, in the picture. I think that was probably my problem with it. I was like, oh, it looks too happy. Like it's all bright. That's not Batman. That's the thing.
1: It's
2: yeah. it, it. It almost has like a knight quality to it. Yeah, like uh, like one of those medieval knights. Yeah, like
1: like mm-hmm. finally stepping away from the Dark Knight and just like the knight of the people, the night the, of the, the knight people. in shining fucking armor. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I, I had mentioned with you that I was thinking the, um, because we are supposed to also see this show post or the show, the suit post end game, uh, Jesus Christ, post Joker war. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it may be a way of Batman kind of changing the public appeal, uh, or the public vision of him after some really dark shit goes down Mm -hmm. in Joker war. So. We'll see what happens. Well,
0: if they do that, number one, I do agree with you. I, I trust Tanyan because he's a good writer. I think we all know that. Yeah. And he isn't going to do something shitty. So that's number one. Number two, he's obviously leading the story down a specific path. And if you have listened, our listeners to our discussion that we had on the whole entire punchline storyline, the whole idea was Batman working towards creating this Gotham that doesn't need him, essentially. Mm-hmm. So if we get there, it would kind of make sense if we were to get to that point. Otherwise, why write a story about that? Tanyan isn't going to write in speculation. He, it is going to be speculative. Yeah, this is his goal because we've already been there, done that. How many times have we seen like, Batman? When wasn't that his goal? And, right. Yeah. So I feel like Tanyan might actually get us to a point where that actually is a thing. And then he's all, I'm done. You know, 30 issues, I'm done, I did it. How you want to destroy this is up to the next writer. <laughs> you know,
1: and that was like actually... that's, that's how a Batman run is. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. So, I have faith. Uh, from there, uh, we are also going to see the introduction of a character called Clown Hunter in Joker War. Uh, and I got a little little link to that picture. Did you guys look at that guy? Uh,
0: that one I did not see. Is he anti-Joker? Is he like against he, Joker? He is
1: a, yeah, he's a vigilante character. Uh, and I I don't know anything else about that, but he's supposed to be like, you know, hero, anti-hero affiliation. He is against the Joker. I,
0: I uh, love, I love his art design, dude. Anions. It's
1: very that, much uh, like his. Jorge Jimenez.
0: It's the same guy that did uh, Constantine, right? His run?
1: I think it is because it's no, that was that was Riley Rossmo, who I also love. He must um,
0: have input, though, on how it wants to look, because it looks a lot like his Constantine characters, his Constantine run. I love it. I love his designs.
1: That's cool. Yeah, dude, this uh Jorge Jimenez did majority of Snyder's Justice League run. Um, And prior to that, he had obviously done some stuff. But I think working with Snyder for that long period of time really, like, put him in the public eye and also really helped him kind of develop as an artist. Because not that he was bad before, but his shit is, like, clean now. Yeah. Um There's... It's it's good, and I am uh, I'm I'm stoked to see what this character does. I mean, uh, the fucking the mohawk, the mask, the baseball bat with the battering like embedded in it or tied into it or whatever it is. Oh shit! I just looked it up. Meet
0: the Batman's meet the Batman family's newest antihero.
1: So he's an antihero. Yeah, he's wow. a, so like you know like a Red Hood character. Where he's, he's doing good stuff, but he's probably going to make people bloodier than somebody else might.
0: I'm actually really, I, I need to catch up. Are you, David, are you up to date on your Batman?
2: Yeah, I, I actually uh, read some of the, uh, I think the first issue of Joker War. And I at, think
1: that's the only thing that's out so is far. Is that the first so, one? So it's already, yeah, they already started. N- 95 it. was, I think, uh, as of recording, it was it released this week. That was okay. the thing that I sent you a very yeah, tight read.
2: And I'm looking <laughs> at the picture, I'm looking at the picture of the clown Hunter. I actually dig it. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. He's um, got the stupid little vest and the tie and a
1: happy face that's crossed out.
0: <laughs> it's crossed <laughs> out. And it's like, it okay. looks a little cyberpunk
1: ish, right? Yeah, it does.
2: And like, And just like his fucking,
1: his little sneaks, his little like mock Nike, like just fucking Mm. little sneaks.
2: I like it. It's a very unique, it's a very unique thing and a very unique uh, addition to the Bat family. Because everyone has like this motif in the Bat family that they follow Batman, but you get to this and I'm like, this is actually very unique and I actually like
0: it. Have you seen what's on his bat or on his what, have You seen what's on his bat?
2: No, it's he, actual battering.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, the battering weapon. <laughs> yeah, Dude, there's, is, there's a battering really embedded cool. in the bat. That is really cool. Uh, so actually, from there, if you just jump onto the next picture that I have linked, we get uh, another render of him by a different artist. We get Stephanie Brown as spoiler, and we get which is awesome. Uh, fucking Cass Cain back in a bat suit, uh, which is like so it's tiny and is roughly my age. I think he's like a year or two older than yeah. me uh, being like 31, 32, something like that. Um, so he grew up reading a lot of the comics that like, I don't know, just whatever you want to call the main, like the comic fans read. Right. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the stuff that was lost or written off or whatever with, um, with rebirth or with the new 52 or whatever, he is, like a champion of remembering and remembering like and trying to bring those things back. Like he is the reason that Stephanie and her on and off relationship with Tim is like a thing again. Mm-hmm. He uh, he brought her back in I think Batman and Robin Eternal in the yeah. New Fifty Two, and a lot and of fans. he had her around a lot in his run and Detective in Rebirth.
2: And a lot of fans were so happy to bring back that character because. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and, uh, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie, the character of Stephanie came in around in the 90s. And during that time, you got to remember that Batman did not have quote unquote Robin around. He was he was in his dark times during that t- during that time, and Stephanie is one of those forgotten Robins that I actually really like. Mm-hmm. Ste- uh, when it comes to the Robins, everyone what decade? Says,
1: what decade was this?
2: This was like in the late nineties,
1: like late nineties, maybe 90s. early two thousands. She was, uh, yeah, she see, was a she was a Robin know. for a minute before she came back. Yeah, became because like
2: she became she like became, literally
1: a minute though. Yeah. I think it was like a handful of issues because
2: hmm. Tim, where she left, wore the suit. Tim left. Tim uh, left Batman. To do his own thing he became red robin and then stephanie <laughs> comes out of nowhere and she'd be and i remember when this happened in comics back then people made a big deal about it because oh it's a brand new robin and it's a girl and everyone was so excited about it and it was like i remember working at the comic book store and people were just like throwing it away going yeah it's not gonna last forever and sure just like what you said i think it only lasted for about a month or two months but after that, the but because
1: char- it became something else. It she beca- became it, Batgirl. Yeah.
2: She became Batgirl and Stephanie became like this really, they had the, this like cult following just show, showed up out of nowhere. And the way the writers treated the character during that time, it made me into a fan of hers. And it, it, a lot of people were like saying, man, we really wish she would have stayed as Robin. Mm. And there was like that talk that, oh, Stephanie will come back and then she'll take up the mantle that she left behind after Tim. So that Bruce will have to deal with a fourth Robin. But, and everyone was waiting for it. And when, then, you know, DC 52 happened. Oh. And then they'd said, no, Bruce only has three sons, which is Damien, Dick, and. Uh, no, no, he has four sons Damien, Dick, uh, Jason, Jason, Tim. and Tim. That's it. And there was no mention of Stephanie, and a lot of fans were upset about it. So, and the w- same thing with Cassie Kane.
0: So they're bringing. So- so which one are they bringing back then?
1: Well so both of these characters kind of reemerged under Tinyan just in general oh, yes. in New 52 and in Rebirth. Uh but Cass the one in the back, uh in the bat suit, uh this is the first time since like the last time we saw her in the early 2000s, yes. she's been in a costume like this. Um, since she's come back, she's been running with the title orphan and she's just been wearing something similar to like what a uh, League of Assassins yeah. member would and wear, just like hooded and the
2: armor. The cool thing and, about Cassie Kane was she took the character of Batgirl and made it super dark because she was uh, essentially, in a, uh, just like what you said, she's an assassin. Mm-hmm. She was traded by... Uh, I think it was Roz's uh, guild, the Assassin's I think like,
1: like Shiva and that Shiva whole thing. Shiva and
2: all them. They trained her, and she ended up becoming Batgirl at the same time Stephanie was Batgirl. So you had these two Batgirls <laughs> running around.
1: Batgirl, you say? Batgirl? I am so glad when... And Cass didn't talk. If you, if you actually yeah, look at the picture, the, her, uh, the mouth hole of her suit is sewn up.
2: Because she's mute, and she doesn't talk.
1: So uh, that's that's like a whole <laughs> added element of probably hard to write, but typically super badass mm-hmm. uh, when she's just beating the shit out of guys. So I'm I'm excited for, for that, for why that happens and uh, all of that. I believe that is a variant cover for like 96. So if it hasn't already happened in the first issue of Joker War, hopefully we'll see it by the second. Oh,
2: dude. It, as soon as I opened that image you sent me, it brought a smile to my face because I'm like, if that's a variant cover, I gotta find it now
1: mm-hmm. because it's those two. I think it's, forgotten it's characters. also just the B cover, so like it yeah. shouldn't even be hard to find. You
2: those two forgotten characters, and I'm like going, because just like you said, and a was fucking was clown hunter. Back, so like, and the clown hunter, and the clown hunter looks good. I have to say, um, he looks pretty cool.
1: I think the, uh, the last little comic bit we have to touch on here is uh, Tinyan announced that Grifter will be coming to Gotham after Joker War and he will work for uh, Lucius Fox.
2: Which it's, is weird.
1: All, all <laughs> of that is weird. Like, <laughs> um, and we've got the, uh, the the Jorge Jimenez character design for Grifter um in there too and that's you know pretty pretty spot on with all his other stuff it looks it looks solid i've always been a really big fan of grifter's like bandana around the forehead mask it just, oh, yeah. it's cool i love it
2: it is it is an actually really unique mask it's like definitely a callback to like the the early 90s heroes because grifter came out with yeah, image he was Comics. he was wild
1: well he was wild wasn't that was, it was that Wildcats. image or
2: was that vertigo that was image that was Image Comics. And not Wildcats, Wildstorm. Wildstorm. But, but like, he was around that universe. But, uh, yeah, so. But that, so is, some that is Good it? things coming. I'm
1: sure that we will be talking about the uh, the comics and the stories more in depth on future episodes of this. So, uh, so stick around, guys. Uh, <laughs> is that the end? Later, later. <laughs> uh, moving from that into movie stuff, uh, we got we got some the Batman news. Hmm. Um, kind of following up on that Fandom event, it is expected that if we don't get a full trailer, uh, we're at least going to see the Catwoman suit, uh, like be okay. revealed during Fandom because uh, Zoe. Kravitz has spoken a couple times about, like, her fitting and how excited she was the first time she put it on. Oh, I it fit real nice. Uh, <laughs> so, that was just creepy. I yeah. guess, it, essentially, Zoe, Matt, and Jacqueline Duran, who was the costume designer, just kind of birthed the thing together, uh, just, like, brainstorming. Uh, there are supposed to be a bunch of references. Let me measure your inseam. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do you need to do this, Matt? I just need to. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Kravitz is pretty hot, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> like how Mike's like she's pretty hot, right?
0: Right.
1: Well, I I, I don't re- I remember you and I talking. Well, about so it. so we talked, and I was like, I don't I don't like know her from anything. And then it was either you or Bobby. But the response was, was just a naked picture <laughs> yeah, of her. Bobby, within a matter of seconds. That's right.
0: So you and I were both talking like serious. Like I've never seen her. Have you seen her? No. Within seconds, (laughs) Bob posts a message in the group of just a nude photo. No words. Just that's all (laughs) you guys need to see. She's going to be a great cat woman. (laughs) Yeah. And she is pretty. Oh, she is. uh, She's the daughter of Jason Momoa's wife. And yeah, well, obviously Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz, but
1: damn. Uh, All right, but uh, blah 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 blah. the The costume is supposed to reference the year of the com- the year of the comic that they're dealing with. So, like, this whole movie is weird because it's. It like may or may not take, like, it doesn't matter, I guess, realistically, yeah. but I don't know if it takes place in like a modern day or if it's like supposed to be the 70s or whatever.
0: Or you can't place the time uh, period at all, like some of Tim Burton stuff. Because yeah. in, in Tim Burton stuff, you're just like, what time period is this? Who it's knows? like, it's like steampunk and the future and goth
1: as fuck. Yeah. Like, um, and i'm okay with that are you okay with that as a yeah. batman fan do yeah. you do you need to time place i, no, it? I, I love that timeless aspect yeah. of things um like batman the animated series and all three yep. of the well at least the the two where you got to see like cities No, fuck it, all three arkham asylum just had great architecture yeah um but those three games had this like timelessness about like the vehicles and kind of the way people dressed like you would believe it was the 50s and you would believe it was like last year mm-hmm um uh, so yeah I'm I'm absolutely on board with whatever they're doing but because um, honestly that's the reason why
0: I believe Tim Burton's movies hold up still like if you can look past some of the Kim Bay singer stuff and the first one because she's obviously 80s for the most part you can kind of push play I'm like well, it's
1: fine the the thematically and visually it's so like fantastical that you're not caught up in like oh this fucking this fucking movie's 30 years old
0: it's very different than when you watch the first superman movie mm-hmm. or even the yeah. second one or even the third one
1: i mean and those are dated as fuck yeah <laughs> and like even even from that say i don't know 15 20 years from now i feel like the nolan films will probably something there will be some kind of societal or visual context that'll be like oh this looks old this feels yeah. old this isn't how things are and you know those tim burton movies are still going to be like these ridiculous tim burton movies. I, and they're going to they're going to be what they are forever yep i agree um but uh just to finish a thought there's speculation that her costume is going to be based on like the year one catwoman but we really have no confirmation on anything hmm. so tight uh i kind of like that we don't know what's going on to be yeah. honest with you in an era where
0: we know everything about the movie and what they're doing I kind of like that they have kept this a bit confusing. It's
2: mm-hmm. a little refreshing, honestly, because, yeah. like, you know, nowadays there's no secrets when it comes to films, and it's very much why a lot of people don't watch trailers nowadays because they don't want the movie spoiled. And it's like,
1: unfortunately, well, it's, for me, it's it's less about like spoilers per se, because like I know they're not going to put like, oh, this is how the bad guy dies in the you know in the yeah. trailer, but. For, you know, for games, for movies, a lot of times I will decide pretty early on, like, all right, yeah, I'm into this. And then, like, I'm done. And I will not look at anything else until it's in my hands or in front of my eyes. Um, And you were making a point and I cut you off, so I apologize (laughs) No, no, you're fine. But, like, I I totally understand that mentality of, like, um, I'm just not going to watch anything because I want to see this and I want it to be the best experience possible for me. I'm already into it, so I don't want anything... Which I also see as, like, a double-edged sword because so much shit these days, like, from trailers isn't even, like, doesn't it even doesn't make even it into stick. movies
2: anymore. Yeah, no, it doesn't so. even translate into I, the movie.
1: Yeah. So I'm a fool, I guess. That's my point. Nah, that's all right. Um, Following some of the, the backlash about uh, Robert Pattinson talking about <laughs> not wanting to work out or <laughs> whatever, whatever, he did come out in an interview and... Uh, I guess described his workout. Okay. Uh, he runs five to 10 kilometers, uh, three to four times per week, as well as bicycle crunches, dumbbell side bends and double crunches and more. Okay. So he realized that he was being a douche. Yeah. I- <laughs> well, apparently, and again, The only movie I've ever seen him in is The Lighthouse, so Mm -hmm. I haven't really, like, followed his, you know, media blitz or uh, whatever the hell you call those, um, junkets, Mm -hmm. uh, for anything else. So I've never really seen the dude in an interview, and apparently he just, like, he likes to say stuff that riles people up, like, because who cares? It doesn't doesn't affect the
2: outcome. He's that type of person.
1: (laughs) Uh, So... Yeah, he just yeah, he I don't work to do out. It. I don't need to. <laughs> I, I just don't like to. I could benefit from it, but I'm just not really about it.
0: You can't be Batman. I mean, in the older days, Maybe obviously. Look at
1: Michael Keaton. I mean, he didn't work out. I mean he was Well, that he, whole suit was like rubber as hell though. Like yeah. go go even further <laughs> back. Look at um look at adam west Mm -hmm. that suit was skin tight he probably didn't work out he just had that sweet 60s body he can barely fit his dick in there though according to reports
2: christopher reeves and superman man there's no way Mm.
1: there are rumors suggesting that alfred played by andy circus is a former commando engineer for the royal marines and he is going to be the one giving bruce all of his like combat training for the movie and this is a made-up character then
2: no that's, no, that's that's like legit. that's legit for oh, Alfred. That's legit for Alfred.
0: Wait, you just said he's Oh, he's playing Alfred. Alfred yes. is okay. that?
1: Yeah, Andy Circus is Alfred, okay. and Alfred is going to have this uh, background that he's had in like a lot of comics for a long time, yeah. and I don't think any movie has ever utilized the it. TV show, yeah. Well, yeah, the TV show, but On we don't stars. talk about that because who cares? No, not Gotham. The other one, <laughs> no, but yeah, nobody. No, you're right. No one does talk about that. No yet. Yeah, Pen- about Pennyworth, it. right? Like, Pennyworth. Yeah. I had a second season, and I didn't know the first ended. Like. It's true. So sad. I'd love to care about it, but it's just not going to happen. <laughs> um. So I think, I think that'll be cool that, that also makes the story, it gives the story the potential to be much more like, you know, tied to home and all of that with him getting all of the training he needs to become the bat to avenge his father and mother from his like new father
2: yeah uh, from a certain rather
1: than you know Roz or whatever you know whatever they wanted to pull from other movies and things because so. it's
2: always been it's always been like oh, he went out out and traveled the world to get training, yeah, so like I always liked the stories in the comics when they showed that Alfred was just not a butler. Well, and he
1: (laughs) could still do that. You know, he could leave at the end of this movie to go seek out training in other areas because this is supposedly like a year one style thing. So he's by no means like done and flawless
2: because you always the one thing that I think a lot of fans forget about Alfred is the fact that Batman needed Alfred to always be there to be the medic. If Mm -hmm. Batman got injured, who would come to save him? Who would come to heal him? Well, and even that, where'd he learn those medic skills? Where'd he learn the medic skills? Same place he learned combat skills. Exactly. The Royal Marines. I always always liked those stories where they connected Alfred, giving him more of that. He had military background, and that's why also he was close with Thomas Wayne. Mm -hmm. Because Alfred was more than just a butler. Yes, he was a family member and stuff, but he was more than just a butler. He was almost like their bodyguard. And... I agree with you. It would give that added realism to it because I think they tried to get that in Batman V Superman with uh, Jeremy Irons version of Alfred mm-hmm. where Alfred kind of like he knew everything about combat yeah, and everything, but they and never really explained it. It would be really cool
1: to see like this Andy circus, Alfred as like also man behind the computer, like, yeah. like legit helping while Batman's out in the field. Take- something we also always see in comics and no movie has ever really
2: done. Yeah. Because like it, the Jeremy Irons, Alfred was something that I always felt they kind of pulled back on. They showed that he was very competent. He was running the, like what you said, sitting behind the computer and everything, Mm -hmm. but they never showed that Alfred truly had skills. If they show this in the Batman, this could be arguably my favorite version of Alfred. Mm -hmm. Because at least then that showed that, that brings that drama and that connection to Bruce and explains why Bruce sees him as a surrogate father. He's the one who teaches him everything. Yeah. And that leads to great storytelling.
1: And like, you know, age aside, if you know, if you've got some skills, you've got some skills. I'm not I'm not saying like Alfred should be able to take out Bane, but like he also just shouldn't be the super old guy. That was always my biggest issue with Michael Caine, because he's got a great voice and like a solid look. But like Michael Caine, Michael, Michael Caine, Caine is not like if, I, if, if anybody comes, I'm not going to say I it. didn't want this for you. <laughs> Michael Caine, Michael. If Caine. anybody throws a punch at Michael Caine, he's going to take the punch and he's going to go to the ground. You
0: can't say it like <laughs> that. You,
1: Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael, Caine. My, Michael Caine say Michael Caine Michael Caine say Michael Caine Michael Caine say it right every time Michael Caine Michael Caine Michael Caine Michael Caine <laughs> I do love him though as Alfred you have to love him to no, he's got a great voice you and like do. some great lines and everything the he's problem, just he is especially for how young Christian down <laughs> so fucked up poor Michael Caine he's not gonna dodge that you're gonna make a mess out of Michael Caine <laughs> get it all over the floor um all right so it will be
0: interesting to see a different version of Alfred. a
1: different version of Alfred. A, a a younger more viable
0: and it's not really something we've seen which when you're continuing the batman legacy in the cinematic form and we've at least you think we've seen it all they do have to do something different and in mm-hmm. actuality we really cinematically we have not seen it all there are so yeah. many different we've, variations we've barely
1: seen anything that's yeah. one of the reasons I yeah. really liked the Ben Affleck Batman so yep. much because so many different parts of the Batman character were explored in that even in how little we saw him in like a movie and a half mm-hmm. so uh, sad. but uh, let me, I mean got, I got a quote in here from Colin Farrell that I don't remember so I'm just going to blindly read it and we'll see if it's important or not here we go everybody um, he said that he has been watching the Batman films with his kids, but the script for the Batman, uh, the Matt, Matt Reeves movie that he is going to be playing the penguin in, um, is something that feels incredibly original. Uh, it leans into but doesn't borrow. It's born of mythology, of the mythology of that character, Bruce Wayne, Batman, and Gotham. Uh, but it feels like a treatment and a version that I hadn't seen before. Matt Reeves has done an incredible job keeping it familiar and at the same time unique and new. It's really exciting to be a part of it. Uh, And like, granted, that's like, that's a person that's going to be in this movie, hyping up the movie. So you kind of expect that to a degree, but all of that sounds like promising and interesting as far as this movie goes. Uh, So that is, that's, that's good. I'm not, I'm not mad about that quote.
0: Also Colin Farrell, he's not given enough credit. He's a very, very good actor and he does pick good parts. So if he's saying something is good or if he's a part of something, chances are it's probably going to be good. Mm-hmm. So that's a
1: plus. Um, and in uh, in further hopes that this movie uh, as an overall is good, uh, they announced a... Not a companion, and I guess it, it is actually a prequel. It takes place before the movie. But there is going to be an HBO series set in the same universe as this movie. Um. What what do we got? Blah, 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 blah. It takes place before the events of the Batman. It will be produced by Matt Reeve um, and and Terrence Winter, who are the two writers and obviously the director of the Batman. Uh, It'll be produced by both of them. And the series will also be written by Terrence Winter. Um, I I mean, we'll see what happens. But, like, genuinely, um, go back to Gotham. The concept for Gotham, I was fucking a hundred percent on board with. Yeah, a Gotham PD centric show, use some low key villains, and just give me that you know be be a police police drama be, be, with with some over the top you know comic stuff in there. That a is great what new I cop wanted. Show. Yeah. Um. So in concept, Gotham was awesome, and then they added <laughs> to that concept. Uh, Young Bruce Wayne and, like, young Selina Kyle, for no fucking reason, made the show way too much about them, and then uh, decided to run with bad writing and bad acting for the whole series. So, you know, fuck that show. (laughs) I am very optimistic about what this show could be, and it could fall apart. I mean, the, The Batman could be a terrible movie, and that could you know, severely impact my ability to enjoy this show. But right now I'm going to be optimistic about this because being an HBO Max series, it has the potential. I mean, we've seen what they've done with Doom Patrol and I haven't really watched anything else on HBO Max, but we'll see what they do with like the Snyder Cut, which will obviously be released before this series starts and uh, we'll form our unnecessary early opinions about that stuff. So I'm just a little...
0: You're optimistic, but I am very hesitant because I feel like they're trying to do with the movies now what they did with their TV shows. Let's put a TV show on different networks, not thinking about anything in terms of strategy. It's okay. They're on different TV shows, they can be their own thing, which, yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But now they're going to be doing that with the movies. So you have a world, a universe now created by Matt Reeves. That's a, if you listen to, if you have, if you pay attention to the rumors, if there's any weight to those rumors, they're going to be, they're going to be completely separate. So now we have the separate world of the Joker. Now we have the separate world of Matt Reeves, Batman. Mm-hmm. Now we have the separate world of Snyder's movies, which he has officially dubbed the Snyderverse. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah.
1: Then we have. I mean, but also the ongoing also, DCEU. Though, that, specifically that uh, you know the Snyderverse is like cool. You know, I created these things, so I don't want to affiliate them with the other things. And like as a director, you know that is your vision, that is that is your call. But like that's that's Snyder's headcanon. That is I not hope like, it is. that's not it is. DC's everything. Because but if he says that, Paul, do you think if he
0: says this is my Snyderverse? Do you think it's simply headcanon or his way to say this is the end?
1: If DC pays you to make, I don't care, write, direct, whatever, you make a uh, a Superman movie. Sure, we'll go with that. doesn't matter. Um, So you make a Superman movie. You reboot Superman. mm -hmm. There we go. Um, and then dc pays me to do the second one and you say that yours is standalone and it's different like cool because you feel that way and my vision is going to be different than yours maybe like way different Mm -hmm. um like that doesn't mean my movie isn't a fucking sequel to your movie right like it, it is you know it is what it is yeah um now dc themselves seem to be like kind of soft rebooting i i don't i really yeah. haven't been looking into wonder woman 2 i want to see it because i love kristen wig but other than that i'm really like it just it's a movie
0: the original um, rumors were were that it was gonna do
1: a soft reboot yeah yeah that is that is what i've uh read and but, seen and heard but
0: now with the snyder cut coming out are they still sticking to that
1: plan are they um, gonna are they gonna decide to follow the snyder verse if the snyder cut does super well i mean can I, you imagine at this the end of blowing the day, up and them saying that's nah, over at the end of the day? Um, and we'll, we'll get there in a couple, couple little lines here because I have, I have some notes about that, but the, the flashpoint movie has the opportunity to realign or destroy and reset everything regardless. So even if the Snyder cut does great and they decide they want to follow that flashpoints, probably going to change it. If it does terrible and nobody likes it, flashpoint is still going to change where the universe is headed so at this point i don't think it really matters if this flashpoint movie happens that's going to be like the new um stationary this is what everything is built on movie universe wise um and then did you read the report about the flash though like now there's a new report coming out of warner brothers saying
0: that the flash movie may not have very many details pertaining to actual flashpoint
1: oh well yeah and that's well fucking give me let me let me finish my the batman stuff okay. before we jump into <laughs> uh because yeah yeah that's that's a whole fucking thing and we're definitely gonna talk about it oh
0: is it in the notes yeah oh my bad
1: yeah, i mean you're fine um I got like two other things about the Batman. Um, no, one, because we just talked about the show. So uh, last little bit is that uh, apparently Matt Reeves plans to reference the Joker existing in the Batman. He wants to actually introduce him in some context in the sequel and then fully utilize him in the third movie. Um, and his Joker will not be Joaquin Phoenix or Jared Leto.
2: Which uh, which no, is, like, fine,
1: fine, because fine. we already established it's its own separate little universe, uh, but just, you I know, we're going to get it. more Joker. I can't take it, Paul. Well, you've got probably, like, eight years before you're going to see it anyway. I so. can't take it.
2: I just feel uh. like it's too much. But, but Mike, would you really want to see Joaquin Phoenix's no. Joker in any other movie? No.
0: That's the problem. I, I, if they were to sp- do a spinoff of a Batman based on his world and we get there organically in a very grounded fashion, much like Nolan's Batman movies, which are essentially very grounded in reality. I, I, I'm i fine with that if we get there eventually. But no, David, I don't I don't want to see Yeah. I, no one does. Yeah. Honestly. I don't think there's a fan out there. It's like, yeah,
1: we need to see Jerry. I mean, people like the idea, but if the movie was, you know, if they saw the movie it they probably wouldn't like it. Doesn't it. Yeah. It, doesn't it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It's very different. But Because that's in, why it, in its own fucked up way, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker is the... He is at least the protagonist of the movie, if not the protagonist and antagonist. And he yeah. can't be that if Batman is also in the movie.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's kind of like, i am I'm okay with... Them doing all these, oh, there's going to be multiple Jokers. Okay, fine. At this point, because Joker was, in my opinion, so good, I don't want that character just being thrown into Batman Mm -hmm. just so that we could get Joker versus Batman. No. That that movie, the Joker, needs to stand on its own because that Joker, just like what you alluded to, Paul, He's the protagonist and the antagonist. Mm-hmm. You throw Batman in there, you ruin the character of that that that
0: Joker. No, I, you're not going to get an argument from me, Dave. I agree. My problem is that if we throw too much Joker, period, anywhere, it's just going to convolute everything. We have a Joker in this movie. We have a Joker in this movie. So
1: we, for the public eye and like critically and whatever, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right i read comics though and i watch animated movies and like whatever so fuck it in my head i'm ready for this yeah so you know if it if it causes problems fred ready to go if it causes problems for other viewers i apologize for your mental incapability of uh, of accepting (laughs) multiple jokers you fools (laughs) you (laughs) You peasants you fools um yeah, no, you're right. Some people aren't going to be on board with, like, all the different versions and actors and everything. But, like, if they're all good, fuck it. Give them to but me. What if, we get, mean,
0: what if we get the air cut and we all love Jared Leto's Joker
1: and then we want more of that one? Then cool. Maybe we'll get more of that. But he's not going to be the one in Pattinson's, you know, franchise. Batman.
2: And and that's the thing is kind of like there's so many other different Batmans. All of them were good. But Batman? <laughs> I mean, like, put it right. this way, like Titans. Me and you have agreed that that version of Batman is really good.
0: I like that one, too. Paul hates him, but...
1: No, I... I, Well, he was okay. He He was was old and friendly, but I also didn't finish season two because I'm trash. So that reminds me I need to get back to that. I do not finish (laughs) Finish a show. (laughs) But... Be, because if I can't just like binge it all in like a weekend, if I actually have to wait weekly for episodes, forget. I'll, I'll forget about it. That's that's why I like covering shows because it obligates me to watch them.
2: And then when you throw into the fact, not only that type of Batman, but we have the Kevin Conroy Batman, we have uh, we have the Christopher Nolan's Batman, we have all these different versions of Batman. If there's different versions of Joker, if there's different versions of even like the other heroes, like different versions of Superman. I'm not going to care as long as it's a good story because I'm like the peasants. Okay. Like Paul mentioned, I don't want to see too many, but if you think about it, Mike, the the tide's changing now. People are getting smart. Well, you also like, you're You're not,
1: no, they're not. Um, You're not going to see, like you don't see all these characters at once People were upset about like oh well what about Jared Leto when the Joaquin Phoenix movie And like fucking we haven't seen Jared Leto as, yeah. as Joker In like two years, two years prior to The Joaquin Phoenix movie right. coming out That was already like a year ago And like I said it'll probably be like six to eight Years before we get to a third the Batman Movie if DC doesn't Fuck things up I, I, think, so,
0: I think what it is at its core is I hate the CW crossover And I don't want them to uh, use that, I, that <laughs> I don't want them to say well we're all connected but it's the multiverse and we're gonna use the fucking bullshit cw verse you know setup i would i would i would end my life
1: like whatever who cares
0: like it, it's
1: it's accurate oh, I or it's not. if you like but why though because like because okay, i'm an h- angry you hate, person Paul. you hate the idea and that's fine absolutely hate it i love to hate stuff but as long <laughs> <love> as the <laughs> movie you know, whatever Aquaman two. Um, if you enjoy that movie and that movie doesn't reference that it is on a world in a universe, in the multiverse connected to the CW shows, like who the fuck cares? Why is, don't let it bother you, bud. Yeah. You want to, do you want to, you want to hug it out? No. (laughs) Okay.
0: I want to punch you in your face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So, so wrapping up the little cuts real quick so we can dive into flashpoint and end the show. Um, does any like, we've we've got the Snyder cut of Justice League coming to HBO Max in twenty twenty one. There's supposed to be like fourteen extra minutes of footage, which is kind of surprising to me. Well, no, no, it's fourteen minutes longer. We don't know how much is like, you know, extra or replaced or whatever. If like if that makes sense, that's like, all we're they, getting is fourteen extra minutes. But we don't know if that is like removing and replacing a lot of the Joss Whedon footage, and then it's 14 minutes longer. Oh, or, okay, yeah, that maybe, sense. maybe it's 50 minutes of extra footage, but it's only 14 minutes longer as a whole. Yeah, you know, we don't know. Because so that was, remember, that was my point. It's the, the completely
0: cut. completely new movie plus 14 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. Because uh, be-
1: like we are we are confirmed to be getting Dark Side and some stuff, so yeah we'll see i'm I'm excited um I'm sure we'll be talking about that when that happens next year um the the air cut like honestly, I'm on board with it it's uh it's apparently like significantly longer, like almost a whole movie longer yep. with exclusively Joker footage. Yeah. Uh, apparently the original end of the movie had the Joker and Enchantress like teaming yeah, up that's what to I read. out bad guy, the actual bad guy of the movie. And then the squad had to beat those two. So, um, and, and AT&T who owns WB right now, um, their response to people clamoring about the A cut was just one thing at a time hey at least that wasn't a no right so i mean we'll see what happens
0: well, jared leto I, I he is a good actor and i know a lot of people are pissed off at him because of the way he treated joaquin
1: phoenix and trying to shut that movie well, down and him being a method monster yeah and just being a disgusting terrible person on the set to his colleagues but yeah you know take take that aside i feel like if you put that type the, the, of torment, passion. the torment that those individuals went through <laughs> we deserve to see the result of that <laughs> they they deserve to have that version you know yeah. be out there and if, and it, if it, it sucks it sucks but at least like don't fucking email margot robbie email jesus fucking christ don't physically mail margot robbie used condoms and then not let us see the footage that created <laughs> dang it's, it's rude yeah. <laughs> it's rude. i agree um all right, so so flashpoint, um this the whole fucking thing, yeah, like like the point of flashpoint is supposed to be time travel, and I feel like they are completely removing that from the concept of the movie, and it's just going to be like multiversal travel, hmm. maybe he'll try to travel back in time and fuck it up and end up in a different dimension but the the goal, I guess presently last time I read large talks about this flashpoint movie was to get Ezra Miller's flash to meet up with. Michael Keaton's Batman. And I don't know if it's just going to be Michael Keaton, an old Batman, or if it's literally like the Tim Burton, Batman 89 Batman returns Batman, but either way, it's Michael Keaton as an old Batman. Um, and he is supposed to be taking almost like a Sam Jackson, like Nick Fury Avengers role where he is going to be pulling everybody together. Kind of like Ben Affleck was supposed to do or did do in justice league.
0: Um, Dude, I'm. If this is ends up being a thing, I'm super. Fu- this is the most exciting thing, yeah. For DC,
1: I, I thought you were gonna say bad stuff, and I was like, I, I was, my heart was like sinking, and then you were like, super exciting. And no, like, man. Oh, cool. well, well,
2: the conversation I'm the, continues. I'm the one that basically says that I'm really kind of disappointed in... Can you turn off this? David's mic real quick?
1: Well,
0: oh, here's the thing. I gotta hear his stupidity right now. Go I, ahead. I, I oh, yeah,
2: want to, to actually ask you about this, Paul, because as a comic book reader, right, we know the story of Flashpoint. Yeah. The whole point of the Flashpoint is a story about Barry Allen trying to save his mom and coming to terms that basically you can't change that.
0: Oh, well, ignore you that. Can't. Ignore that. Right? Because that's not what they're going to do, probably.
1: But... <sighs> So See, like for me, don't the, call it Flashpoint.
2: Don't call it Flashpoint then. Yeah. Does that, does that
1: save it for you? Yeah, that saves it for me. <laughs> yeah, because like, and I'm on the same Flashpoint, page. It, but Flashpoint is, was a good story. It's a too recognizable name. And yeah. it's the name that they've been throwing around for like the last four years or whatever. I, anyway, I feel, I feel so. like
0: bloggers just use that word now Flashpoint to explain time travel when it comes to Flash and DC. <laughs> because hey,
1: <I'm> Flashpoint,
2: <laughs>
0: he's going to go into another dimension and meet a different Batman. I don't feel like these bloggers. Let's be honest; most of these bloggers probably have never read Flashpoint. Let's be honest. That's
2: yeah. the thing.
1: I, I or or I'm read just... the Wikipedia for Flashpoint to understand like what actually happens and what the point is. Because Flashpoint isn't even about time travel; it's about time travel and how you can fuck up everything and how you can fuck with it. it, up. it. Yeah. Because like, and the how whole then when you try is, to fix it, you still fuck you everything still fuck up.
2: up. And that's the that's what made that story really resonate with me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like going. If it's not so. about Barry's Barry's relationship with trying to f- trying to come to terms with loss, what the fuck is the point of Flashpoint?
1: It's, yeah, so so change the name. I totally agree. Yeah. They're not going to. It is what it is.
2: And that's that's uh, that's, that's that's my only negative on it, just coming in as a comic book reader because I'm yeah. a fan of the story.
1: But I think a movie about Ezra Miller's Flash and Michael Keaton, old Batman, palin around in the multiverse. Uh, And ending up in a situation where like Michael Keaton is the active Batman in the active DC universe, Um, especially like everybody's talking about, you know, Batman Beyond movie and like, yeah, sure, absolutely. I would fucking love that. I would fucking love that. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, And really in this situation, that's not what I want. I will take that dynamic with the Batgirl movie have old Bruce be the man behind the computer for a younger Batgirl and just give it the whole Batman Beyond Dynamic, but make it like modern day with old Bruce because he's from a different world and, you know, give us like a new, fresh Batgirl, okay. you know. Um, and I, I just I I, I, want, I want something because I'm not going to get what I want and if I did, it would be bad. So just give me something that will be good. It <laughs> will be good.
0: And we're so beaten as DC fans. <laughs> we're like... I know I'm not going to get what I want. So just- <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, production on Flashpoint is supposed to begin early 2021. And uh, the Andy Machete, the director of it and it chapter two is going to be directing. Hmm. So that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think we're going to call it call it a day here, boys. Sound like sound like a plan. Yeah. All yep. right. Well, thanks. Thanks for listening listeners. Um, I hope that we have piqued your interest with a couple of things that we talked about here and we plan to cover more because we do plan to cover them more. So please listen, please listen. Um, and once again, you can find us on demand through iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, and Spotify, uh, add us to your favorites, subscribe, rate, review, bookmark the main page at rainmandigitalmedia.com. We care about what you have to say and we might even read it. So So say stuff to us, guys. Say it. Say it to our faces. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being on the show, guys.
2: Thank you. Blah 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 blah. All of that chit
1: chat's gonna get you hurt. Oh my God.